0: It's a an absolute pleasure to welcome Andrew Hare to the Venari podcast. Andrew is CEO and founder of Fount, an incredible data-driven and fully customizable health performance service and application. Um, you know, we'll dive into Found um, and some of their newer products a little bit later. But Andrew, kind of welcome to the podcast. Great to be here. Thanks, Christian. Uh, really looking forward to chatting today. You know, I want to start right at the beginning, and you know, tell me a little bit more about you know your upbringing, your childhood. Were you always destined to do something in healthcare? Do you think?
1: If you look at my background it, it probably wasn't a, unlikely so my dad's a doctor if i live my life 10 times you know i figure i've been a doctor five of them and the other five probably doing what i do today um mom's side of the family has a really rich military history and so um you know the way i got to this human reforms field was I ended up finding a program where i could do science technology and national security went to graduate school and did more work in immunology and health physics and then got a phone call one day from the career center and they said hey andrew somebody came in they said they need someone who does biology national security and can write and they're like well we know this guy andrew (laughs) Um, and i got hired to run a studies program on the future of human enhancement for the secretary of defense's kind of private think tank in the u.s military
0: that's fantastic i mean how did you end up in such a cool job? You know, leading you know humans human performance basically for for the U.S. military.
1: I mean, really, you know, serendipity and interests combined. So I had quite a unique academic background. I had you know master's degrees in three different subjects that sort of circled the topic. You know, it was in D.C., which you know the city you're in can matter. And then mm-hmm. you know, really that phone call opened it up. And then you know, I I really went deep on those topics. Had the opportunity to go deep on. Um, what the physiology is that drives elite unit performance under high stress. So like, how do you lead teams under high stress in combat? Um, and how does the leader's behavior change the physiology of the subordinates? What mm-hmm. are opportunities to enhance our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, warfighters in the future? Um, what are you know potential threats to us? So got to touch so many different topics that that set me up to work on everything from research and development strategy, to run a big clinical trial to um, getting people ready to deploy and you know having opportunities to think from strategy down to really the bleeding edge application I think was critical for me to be able to think about where to go from there and how to build Fountain in a way that we could you know help a lot of people
0: such a cool job like wondering you know i suppose how and 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 why you know what made you leave the military and start your own company
1: you know i think during that time I loved the mission. I loved a lot of the people I was working with, but, you know, bureaucracies are slow to change. And so certainly in small pockets, in certain special ops pockets, things were moving ahead really quickly. And that was amazing. And we got, you know, some other areas, got some wins I really cared about. But throughout that time, I really had this question, which was, how do we go from helping thousands of special operators to hundreds of thousands of army grunts, you know? And that question, how do we scale this? How do we help a lot more people is really what pulled me towards, you know, eventually starting Fount, which was, you know, look, we know how to work with the C-suite or, or, you know, elite special operators, bring in elite coaches, build a facility, but those are too expensive to do at scale for people, you know, on the factory floor. And so, you know, what we, what I realized at Fount was the way to help, anyone properly is to do end of one experimentation. I don't care what the average of some clinical trial says. I want to know if something works for you. And so what we do is, you know, we run these experimentation based protocols. We, you know, track your data, could be blood work, wearable data, how you feel, you know, whatever depends on what your outcome you're looking for is, and see if it works for you. Um, And then that tells us where to go next. And so what we realized is if we could do that for enough individuals, We would have this very unique data set that told us tons about the individual from all the data we have, tell us what works for them. We could say, hey, if this intervention worked for this person, did these 5, 10, 20 others work for them? And that data set would allow us to build AI models that could then scale this to millions of people because we could build an elite digital coach. Mm -hmm. And so understanding a path to helping millions or, or tens or hundreds of millions of people as opposed to... Just the elite of the elite. That's what really pulled me towards the opportunity and, and really, frankly, the mission to build Found.
0: Where do you see Found in, you know, say the next five years? So,
1: right now we run a high end coaching service. Yeah. It both delivers incredible experiences for executives and entrepreneurs, really any, anybody, but it's expensive. You know, it costs $1,500 a month for six month subscription, and, and we can deliver an incredible amount during that time and that data is already now powering the very early versions of what we call found ai which will be a digital coach that can do end of one experimentation with you but without having to pay for an elite human coach there will always be an amazing value to having a human coach there but um this ability to do this for more people uh is coming faster than i ever thought the ai You know, revolution is helping us do it faster. Um, and also just, we've learned so much about how to run these programs from our coaching service, Mm -hmm. um, that we're going to launch the beta version of this, um, by the end of the summer. And before the end of the year, we will have found AI on the market alongside the products we've already launched that, you know, we used to only have to be one of our clients to get access to our jet lag stuff. And now we can, you know, buy a product that costs less than a hundred dollars. Um, for a round trip, you can fly anywhere in the world with no jet lag. You can we'll be launching a product that eliminates PMS for 80, 90% of women, immunity, fertility, hangovers. Like we're gonna be launching a series of these products that make this these insights and these technology available. Um, and then obviously culminating in this coach that can help you sort of figure out nearly any challenge: energy, focus, mood, sleep, gut health all these like major things in people's lives
0: you know kind of given your experience in founding a company like would you have you know any advice for future founders looking to start their own kind of healthcare company and any of the challenges and pitfalls that you've seen like up to now and and you know what advice you can give i think
1: depends what part of healthcare you want to go after yeah if you want to go after traditional healthcare paid for by insurance, whether in the US health insurance or NHS or abroad or in the UK, you've really got to understand the dynamics of who pays for things and what their incentives are. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, I can give this app to a pediatrician and it'll make, you know, it'll help them make a better decision. But if that app gets in the way of seeing more patients, it often is just a burden and it doesn't end up working out. You need to understand how is somebody getting paid to use this or how, you know, and all those dynamics. And in the wellness space, like I have a strong bias. I, you know, I have a pretty deep technical background and I find there's a lot of people who come into the space. They made changes that work for them, phenomenal. And, but then they assume that those same changes will work for everyone else. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a problem with people offering it because, you know, it will help some people, you know, but I think moving beyond one size fits all is really where we need to go to help more people and to do this in the right scientific way. And so, you know, my recommendation for anyone out there listening, whether you're gonna start a company or whether you're a user of this kind of, these products or this technology is like, run it based on experimentation. If it doesn't work, if it do, if you don't feel a difference, you don't see a difference on your labs or your wearable data, it's okay that it works for other people and not for you, run everything based on experiments. And so yeah. um, I think that's the way I think about it. Uh, and like, there's just a lot of kind of bs stuff out there in the wellness space. So just test it. And some of the stuff that seems like BS is real. And some of the stuff that seems real is not. And so test it and just see if it works for you. That's fantastic advice.
0: And I, you know, I, I really appreciate you you know, joining us, Andrew and and sharing the insight and, you know, it's fantastic what you guys are doing at front. And, you know, I can't wait to basically watch your space really.
1: Yeah. I think, look, there's a huge amount of innovation in the health space, a lot of it outside the traditional system. And I think that's exactly what needs to happen. Yeah. If I had believed staying in the system was the right approach, I'd still be trying to work with the Pentagon right now. Um, And we'd still do some work with military, but uh, obviously I'm quite focused on the private sector. And I think it's the right way. We need to build a new system around the current one, which is ossified and not serving people.
0: Yeah, no, no 100%. And, you know, yeah, thanks again, Andrew, for, for your insight. It's been an absolute pleasure to, to have you join us. Thanks,
1: Christian. Fantastic to be here and uh, look forward to continuing the conversation with you and others.